picture this. It's five o'clock and you're exhausted after a long day of work, whether that is client calls, whether that is a corporate job, whether that's working for somebody else, whatever it is, it's a long day of work and you've got taking care of the kids as well to add to that. As you start prepping dinner, you open the fridge and you realise you actually have zero idea what to make. The children are hungry. Add to that, they're cranky. So they're not hungry, they're hangry. Now your partner is on the way home expecting a home-cooked meal. And you have no plan. Now you do manage to find something to scramble to throw together, involving chicken nuggets, mac and cheese for the kids, while you miss out on the nutrition for yourself. It's chaotic, it's stressful. And then you finish eating late only to face a mountain of dishes that you promise you're going to get to in the morning as you go to bed feeling defeated yet again by the dinner disaster scenario that plays out way too many nights. Now, if this is you, friend, the constant challenge of coming up with meal ideas, shopping for ingredients, spending time cooking and cleaning up starts to become overwhelming, especially on busy weeknights. Now, you have started this year and I'm recording in January of 2024. Now, you've started this year because you want to actually make some changes in your health. You're not actually reacting to things. You're actually starting to make a change. So this is where today's episode, I'm going to give you three tips to stop the meal plan and mayhem for good. But if this sounds like you, I want you to do this. On the change that you're already making, head to the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes. I've created a simple seven recipes that we all know, we all love, and we can pronounce their names and ingredients that are familiar in the stores. And I've also included a kid-friendly meal plan too. Now, the reason why I've done this is because sometimes when it comes to meal planning, we can get so focused on trying to get the big things that we don't focus on the little things. So once you learn how to do this, then you'll be ready to do the bigger things. VA Nutrition Coaching uk forward slash recipes but now let's get into today's episode three secrets to stop the meal planning mayhem for good do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal then come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you the mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted i mean even asking yourself what do i want to eat can feel exhausting in itself hello friends my name is verona and you're listening to the lose weight with macros podcast where we break down macros based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life and because i know accountability is key i'm going to be with you every step of the way making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on monday so grab a pen or just use apple notes and let's get into today's episode Welcome back, friends, to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Meal Planning. I'm your host, Verona, your meal planning coach for busy women, busy mums and small business owners who struggle to make meal planning super simple. But why is meal planning so hard? When it comes to eating, it can feel like overwhelming. If we didn't have to eat food to survive, I'm sure many of us would skip it, right? Because it can be so hard. You've got your work to do, then you've got kids, then you've got life's daily demands. And with all of that, who has time or the energy to plan out an entire week or an entire month of meals? Yes, there are ladies, including myself, who can do the both. But let's not to mention, if you don't have a plan, you've got to come up with new ideas constantly. And it seems so exhausting because it then is easy to get stuck in that dinner rut where you end up eating the same rotations of meals or takeout. But when it comes to the effort of cooking every single night without a plan, this is what leads to decision fatigue. So why is meal planning so hard? Well, it is because of decision fatigue. Now, I recently did a free training 
Four simple steps to overcome meal planning overwhelm. Now you can go and get this training on the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash training vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash training. So when it comes to meal planning being hard, one of the biggest things is the fact of the decision fatigue. It gets so crippling about what to choose. What do I feel like having? What am I going to enjoy? You see, you've got so many questions. One question doesn't have an answer. One question leads to another question and another question leads to another question. And it's like, whoa, 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 slow down a minute. Let's breathe. Let's take a second. And then by the time that you're left asking these questions, time is running away with you. And then it gets to 6 p.m. and then you still have no idea what to make. The overwhelm, hashtag the overwhelm is real. Now putting together recipes, grocery shopping several times a week, the prep required for fresh meals is a lot. And it's no wonder why so many mums who are busy and entrepreneurs end up throwing in the towel and declaring takeout is the easiest answer. Now I used to do the same, but before I teach you what I used to do, I want to tell you that I know that the struggle is real. I've been on that struggle bus for many, many years and I never used to enjoy meal planning. Meal planning to me literally did sound or seem like a chore and I couldn't think of anything worse. I'd rather sit with my enemy than do meal planning. It literally got that bad. But when you're constantly outsourcing meals, it does get expensive and it does get unhealthy. Now, I've recently, and I'll do an episode on this, I have actually lost 15 pounds by meal planning. What would it feel like for you to lose 15 pounds and know that those 15 pounds of fat are never coming on your body again? So when I tell you that I've gone from not liking meal planning to becoming a meal plan coach, to creating a cookbook, to creating recipes for clients who actually learn how to love food again and go cooking. And I have lost 15 pounds myself through meal planning. And that's why I put on the things like the VIB, the VIB, the VIP coaching. That's why I put on things like vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash grocery, which is the grocery and meal plan makeover. So when you're struggling, you have a plan for yourself. You know what you need to eat. You can come away from this decision fatigue. You can come away from this constant question of what's for dinner. And then you're feeling scared to even try dare, dare to open up the fridge. But the key is, the first secret for those of you who are taking notes, the key is to start small. Now, the biggest reason that many people fail at meal planning is because you're trying to do too much too soon. Now, if you're a type A person, we're committed women, we're strong-minded women, we know what to do and we just don't know how to do it. But what we end up doing is we try to do too much too soon. You're trying to plan for shopping. You're trying to cook 20 plus meals a week that you've never planned before. You end up setting yourself for failure. And then this is something that you know that you never try to do because we're somebody who doesn't like to ask for help. We can do battle by ourselves, kind of thing. It is simply not sustainable when you do it like this. The key, as I said, is to start really small. You can start off by picking a number of meals that you want to plan for in the week dinners, certain days of the week. Just remember that you're not trying to overburden yourself here. And once you get into the rhythm of those set meals for your week, then you can gradually add in more over time. But whatever you do, don't try to go all out meal planning every meal from day one. That's where you're going to get into overwhelm. And when you start to build the habit slowly by focusing on just a number of meals a week, then you can build on it. This takes away some of the pressure and then it makes it so much more manageable, both from a planning perspective, as well as grocery shopping and cooking. Now imagine when you're working with a client and you've got clients that show up to the consult calls, you know, that they do the work, they do the work, they do the homework if you set homework. I mean, not the same level as homework as your children, but they do the work that you have set them to do. 
it makes your coaching journey so much better, right? But then when you've got those clients where you're constantly having to chase them, remember they paid you and they signed up for your service, but you're having to do the chasing, you're having to check with them every single week, are you okay? I mean, we do that anyway, but you're checking with them more than you normally would any other client and more than you normally would if you were doing this for someone else. And then the more you're going after them, the more that they're ghosting you. And when it comes to can choose. We can be the latter. We can be that nightmare of a client where we're constantly having to chase them and then they're ghosting us. Are you okay? I'm not talking about things have happened suddenly and then they've had to kind of stop coaching with you and whatever else and never explain. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people are not your ideal client and you happen to take this client on. Hello, I've been there. (laughs) You happen to take this client on and you know you shouldn't have, but then it becomes a burden to you. It becomes overwhelming and then it just becomes a real thing where you're like, whoa, You've got to see it through. Either you get a person a refund or you see it through. And I think we've all been there as coaches, clients. We've had those kind of micromanaging bosses, whether in corporate. We've all had that one person. You know, that one person that really grates on you. And your job isn't to find out the root cause of why they're like that. Your job is to help them, of course, especially if you're a coach. But when it becomes too much work, you're doing way too much, then you know that you have coerced somebody to work with you who actually wasn't ready to. That's what meal planning comes like when you're constantly trying to do way too much, way too soon, and it just becomes an overwhelming mess. The second way for you to stop meal planning mayhem for good is to mix and match meals. One of the things that we do, right, as people, we like to have the same thing. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a creature of comfort. I'm a creature of habit. I like having routine, which is why meal planning works so much, because it is something that you get into a routine of and you get a routine habit of building a healthy, nutritious meal for yourself and your family and your children so you can have more energy, so you can actually spend more time with them. But one of the easiest ways to simplify meal planning, whilst also having variety, is to take that mix and match. Now, what this means is you're having a set of versatile meals on hand that you can mix and match. I mean, the clue is in the name. Do I even need to explain the mix and match? Number three is meal prep. Now, meal prepping is one of the most effective ways to get ahead of this dinner disaster that we have every single night. Now, putting together one to two days a week to batch cook your main dishes, your sides, your snacks, so that you can have ready-to-eat options waiting in the fridge or the freezer means that you are no longer going to be scrambling out to figure what's for dinner every night. Now, isn't that better than opening up a fridge, having anxiety, then resort into convenience or DoorDash or Just Eat or Uber Eats, whatever delivery service you use? Isn't it easier to have something on hand first rather than doing that? Isn't it easier to have a plan where you can include those takeout nights without feeling overwhelmed or guilty, like you've just been hit with a sledgehammer of guilt if you dare to have takeout? Isn't it better to do that than to feel like you're a bad mum, to feel like you're feeding your children intentional bad food, to feel all of this guilt and shame? Isn't it better to have a plan so you can do this and have this to hand and all you need to do is go to the fridge, take out the meals and then reheat? Isn't it a lot better to do that than to have a whole set of guilt, weight gain and all the other complications than cooking this healthy food? Of course it is, but you have to have a plan first. And you're doing lots of different things. You can have things like casseroles, soups, chilies, proteins, whole grains, rice, chickpea rice. I just bought some chickpea rice and red lentil pasta rice. I can't wait to have it. 
It isn't easy for everybody. But once you have the plan, once we work the plan together that fits you, it will then be easier for you. That's where we're talking about, Okay, right. What do you like to do? What do you want to do? What's your goal? And then I help you create a plan that makes sense. That's literally what I'm coming to do. I'm coming to help you make sense of the nutrition, not just giving you a set of meals and then going and sending you off. I'm helping you to understand why you're putting these two foods together, how they can help you, how they can help your body have more energy and your family have more energy, how they can promote gut health, how they can promote body health so that when it comes to sleep at night, you're sleeping like a baby and you haven't slept like a baby for years so that you can be regular. Now, isn't that better than opening up the fridge and being like, oh my goodness, I don't know what to eat. You see, when you get into the habit of meal planning, it negates all of that stress. Once you have a plan and it will take a couple of hours, maybe one or two, one to two hours. But once you do that, in comparison to the things that you're currently feeling when it comes to meal prep, the things that you're currently struggling with, that one to two hours a week, that fails to compare that. I mean, you even forget about that stress because you're now getting into the habit of knowing what you need to do, knowing what the plan is, you have an idea, you go ahead in the week and you're confident. And so all of the time that you would spend a whole hour deciding what's for dinner and then there's no decision made at, at all, then you've got to wait the extra length of time to wait for the delivery. You're trying to decide what you're going to eat first, then you're waiting for the delivery to come and that's two hours. So two hours every single night, what would it feel like for you to have that two hours back for you to spend time with your family them getting involved, the children getting involved and you seeing the change from your children. So their heads are not in devices. They're not fighting because they're not, they're hungry and they're cranky. You're not getting stressed. You're not shouting at the children. You see, you see how much this saves by just meal planning. Now meal planning can feel intimidating. I'm not going to pretend here, but when it comes to finding the sweet spot, girl, that's what makes the difference. Finding the sweet spot. And the ideal balance is to plan out just enough so you feel organized and ready for the week ahead, whilst you're still allowing some flexibility for the unknowns of life. So many of us like to structure, 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 which is fantastic. I love structure, but we don't even plan or have a structure or have another plan for those things that are the unknown. One of the biggest things that I teach my clients to do is planning a set of meals so that then they can have things open for the things that they want to do. Because we have activities, we have lives, you know. <laughs> We live lives too. It's not everything about meal planning. But the thing about meal planning is that is different to dieting. Dieting means that you have to stop your whole life and accommodate it for this diet. But when it comes to meal planning and you taking control, that's exactly what you're doing. You're taking control. So you dictate, right, I can meal plan and I can take this to wherever I'm going. If you can't, then you can have something else. And that's what I do with my clients. We're helping you to streamline those things, the difficulties. You give them to me. I create you a plan and then we go and execute it. And over the next few weeks, we'll monitor it. And then I'll give you actual practical advice that helps you put everything into perspective so that you don't have that chaotic last minute scramble at the grocery store. And you're just winging in and out the aisles and you have no clue what you're looking for. Breakfast? Yeah, that we don't do breakfast. Lunch? Just about do lunch. If it's a busy day and you're trying to launch something or if you're a coach, that is. But if it's a busy day and you're trying to do something, there's no time for lunch. Just give me some sweets or give me some coffee. Whatever it is, you're still not having the lunch. My three easy wins that I had when it came to meal planning that you could use. Sheet plan meals, fantastic. And they're a lifesaver if you're a busy parent. Breakfast for dinner, absolutely. On nights where you just can't do with cooking, breakfast for dinner is the way to go. The kids love it. Prep is minimal. You likely have most breakfast foods on hand already. 
You could try doing a breakfast taco bar with eggs, cheese if you're not allergic, avocado and salsa. Or make pancakes or waffles with pre-cooked bacon or sausage on the side. Listen, the kids will be asking you, can I have this again? And you're like, again? It's because they love it and they can absolutely get involved in this. So when you're standing there and you're like, wait, I don't know what to make for dinner. This is one thing. The recipe is another. The recipe guide that I've created is another. The toolkit is another way for you to absolutely get some recipes that your kids will love. Soup and salad. Having a few, having a few easy homemade soup recipes in rotation is clutch for quick dinners. You can put it together with a simple salad kit from the grocery store. You can have some crusty bread. You could make some sourdough bread and dinner is done. And that's it. You see how simple that was? You're sat there waiting, wait, where's the rest? That's it. That's it. But in order for you to achieve this goal, accountability is crucial. Meal planning is no exception to that. Because it's easy to fall off the quote unquote meal planning wagon when you're doing it solo. Life inevitably gets busy and those best laid plans, well, they're gone dashed out the window. Having someone to check in with you and report your wins and your fa- or share your wins and your fails can actually make all the difference in actually sticking with the meal planning long enough to experience the benefit, build the habits, then you go on and do it yourself. Accountability takes meal planning from good intentions to real consistency. With the right support system, you can absolutely ditch that what's for dinner anthem that you have and you come up with nothing for good. So after listening to today's episode, you might feel inspired to finally take control of your meal planning, but you might still have no clue like exactly where you need to start. I get it. But the good news, yes, there is good news. The good news is you don't have to figure it out all alone. I know sometimes it can feel like that. But you don't have to. Help women, I've helped women in corporate jobs get out of meal planning chaos by providing them a structured plan that gives them the accountability, the resources and support that they need to help them make meal prep a habit that they can actually sustain. Now, some of the things that we've gone through are customized meal planning framework that is based on your family's needs. We've also done step-by-step video tutorials which help walk you through the meal prepping. This is one of my favorite ones to do. Grocery shopping templates and hacks, accountability check-ins and troubleshooting calls. We have a tendency, if you're a type A type of person, you might not even be type A type of person. But if you're a woman and you're determined and you're busy and you don't like asking for help, we have got this habit locked down. We've got the habit where we don't actually like helping. We don't actually like asking for help, especially when we need it. So we'll buckle down and we'll nail down or we'll knuckle down and keep going. But the thing is, we're knuckling down, we're doing the same thing and keep going. But the thing that we're doing is wrong. We're hurting our meal planning rather than helping our meal planning. We know that you're already in that position where you're like, I need to make a change. You've already started to eat healthy. You started this year by planning your goals, but you still need some support and help. If you feel like you still need guidance to create a customized meal planning system that will stick, I'd love to help you. Book your free call with me today to talk through your challenges and then we can pinpoint an approach that will make mealtime less stressful for you. I give you the tailored solutions based on your goals, your household, and then we can get going. If you've ever done diets before, you know that it's one set of rules for everybody. They don't tell you or teach you how to make it account for your lifestyle. It's just, this is what we're about. You go and do it. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, great. You still pay the money, whether it works for you or not. And I get it when it comes to investing in yourself, whether or not you have the money, there is that thing like, Will this actually work? Which is a valid question. But that, my friends, is all we've got time for in today's episode. I cannot wait to see you in your grocery and your meal planning session, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash 
grocery. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight with Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses, head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.